Hi guys, welcome back to Melon and Girl Problem Podcast. Today we are talking about, on episode 4, about shows that kept me, well, entertained during quarantine and just not bored. So, I'm going to be talking about one of the shows that I have fell in love with since the very beginning, since I was introduced to it by my aunt. And that show is called Call the Midwife. It is an adaptation by Heidi Thomas from the best-selling memoirs of Jennifer Worth. This drama series is a moving, funny, and colorful look at midwifery and the families of 1950s East End London. It follows newly qualified midwife Jenny, who joins an eccentric, lovable community of nuns who are nurses at Nanada's house. Jenny is surprised to find herself at a convent. She thought she's being sent to a small, private hospital and is intentionally doubted by her surroundings, and most notably the formidable sister Evangeline, and the unconventional sister Monica Jones. But Jenny gradually begins to find her ways and develop incredible friendships among the nurses as they are drawn into the lives and homes of women and families they treat. This show premiered January 15, 2012, and it's still running, and it's still shooting a 10th season. Now, one thing I will say that it does deal with... Uh, a lot of different themes, whether that be um, interracial couples, uh, abortion, AIDS, uh, sexuality. Um, it does a lot of important like stories that normal people wouldn't normally talk about, and I thought that was a uh, very interesting in the show itself. Um, overall, I think you'll find an attachment to each of these characters, as I certainly have. And you see deal with their own troubles, you know, some deal with alcoholism, some deal with, you know, not able to have a child and go through the terms of adoption. I think it's it's a very show they get very addictive into. And I think it does cast well. It does people, you know, with like special needs and circus and adoptions and like, you know, how mothers deal with adoption, how they deal with abortions, what the repercussions are and the, you know, whether that deals with racism or, you know, along the lines of different um well, themes and like the depictions of life in London at the time. I think they did a very good job of it. It's also on Netflix, and um, so far I would give it like a eight out of ten because I love the show so 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 much, and it does a good job with dealing with different topics that you know wouldn't think about what happened in London. I think um, it does a good idea with evoking those ideas of let's say that you would normally see any type of series and I think it does a good job of that I think you know when we talk about midwife we don't think of it being hosted in like a convent with nuns and they also do a midwifery so I think it does a good job with that and I think as well you see each of these women who are nurses and become midwifers helping each woman in the different types of situations and I think along those lines is that well you don't know what to expect. Every time you watch the season, like, every twist and turn just comes at you. Well, that does look like, you know, prostitution, uh, you know, attacks, or, you know, different types of medicine. Like, you know, like the gas helps like, really pain for the women. Uh, different types of pregnancies, you know, in any type of woman, like little size, interracial, blacks, white, you know, foreign people, as well as Germans. Like, it does a good job of, you know, what women dealt with the pregnancy back then when, you know, medicine was limited or just slowly advancing one way or another. So I think that's a good way to, like, you know, portray a show in its best 
area, especially in East End London, where we had no idea in London, like what they were doing medicine-wise in, in that particular case. But I think this is one of the shows that I found very fascinating because it takes these group of midwives from the East End of London in the late 1950s to around the mid-1960s and beyond. And it's such a good show to get into. Like, I don't think when you first watch the first episode that you kind of want to put it down per se because you kind of don't want to. I think that in all honesty that it does a good job of creating a very strong storyline especially in East and London you deal with like the, the the what's the word I'm looking for basically like the stat, financial status of each of the characters and you know whether that be rich or poor I think you know it does a good job of having a very very strong uh grasp of you know the nuns and women who is expecting mothers of popular and talent they're in probably the poorest one with the best popular care possible to take care of their children that would ever that be birth control or any type of contraceptions they talk about and you have different characters and i like to talk about um some of them you know without giving too much away because i want you all to enjoy this show for yourself as much as i have but i will give you all a snippet of the one character that i like the most and that is Trixie Franklin. Now she's very interesting. Uh, Trixie Franklin is a bright glamorous girl in the early 30s all full of fashion nalls and lush red lips. She loves jazz, dancing, keeping fit but sometimes smokes shabon cigarettes. She has an outgrown disposition about herself and she's a quick wit and isn't afraid to speak her mind though she's not always as confident as she appears. Trixie is self-confessed alcoholic who now enjoys uh, like so, like sober, as in single since the breakdown of her relationship with Christopher Dockwell. She shows a real flair for understanding the medical aspect of her day-to-day midwifery and nurse care. And I think also why I like her a lot because you see her character being flushed out whether she was jealous of another co-worker or you know, dealing with her own alcoholism or dealing with a lot of breakups. I really loved her because she always tried so hard to you know i wanted trixie to have a happy ending but also every time it seems that way it was like she kept getting knocked down a few pegs and it was kind of sad but i liked like enjoy seeing her grow as a character and and can't wait to see her grow even more as another character that i thoroughly enjoy and i can't wait to see her grow more and may hopefully find her happy ending as she should have her happy ending now, I will say another favorite character of mine is Sister Julianne. She is the sister in charge of Nanata's house, deeply religious. She's also profoundly practical and confines dignity on her patient through her sensitivity and non-judgmental approach. Now, they also do it with women who are pregnant in, like, the prisons, that'd be the, the female prison, and she does have a more tactical approach to her, which I really like. And you know, you know how nuns take this vow, you know, they no, never get married unless they want to lead that. You know, and you know, try to have it feel themselves. And she's often depicted call upon like her mediation between her fellow sisters when they're they're in a quarrel. There's almost essentially a female world and her tax and distance are essential to the happiness and she does try to spend spread happiness in the convict where they you know, help midwives and the mothers give birth to their healthy babies. And, you know, they deal with a lot of tough issues of babies born with deformities or stillborn. It does take a lot in you to like to keep watching, but it, it shows this is what they had to deal with back then during those times. And I feel like one thing that people can overlook about the midwife, call the midwife, is that people 
who create the sense of place and the little things, you know, it's, it's in everything that we have around it. It's like on the posters, on the walls, on the cards that are around the set. I think the person who plays uh, Sister Emily has well put that, you know, when you're on a set, you put the props together and make sure there's always that one pen in place. And then also when she's in her office, like, you know, opening letters, that she finds, you know, the contents of letter rather wonderful or rather distracting letters themselves who either thank Sister Julian for their help for someone making them feel welcome in the world along with helping them deliver their beautiful bundle of joy into the world as well. I think that's one thing that you find fascinating, especially in the 60s back then, because there's a lot of stuff happening in the 60s, a lot of things that were changed along the way. There's a lot of characters that will come and go and, you know, some that you will literally grow attached to. And I've certainly grown attached to a lot of these characters, and I can't wait to see how they grow as well in season 10 because we had a lot of different people join and disappear you know come back and you're just like yay and you like you kind of root for them like you kind of pick like your own like characters to root for and I feel like that's one way to think about it because I thoroughly truly thoroughly enjoyed and you know I hope you do as well because this has 10 seasons and I mean 10 seasons and I thoroughly love a lot of them because it dealt with a lot of good in, like different themes and you know how the midwives handle with complicated births and like treatments and like holidays and like each new year you get a new nurse and the like, different challenges that they all face and I think Call the Midwife is one of the good shows that I thoroughly enjoy and I can't wait for season 10 to follow out more episodes so I can see what interesting adventures all these new nurses get into because I was hooked and I'm still hooked to this day and I can't wait for more seasons to come out for season 10 and I hopefully that y'all will check out Call the Midwives and let me know what you think because I thoroughly enjoyed the show like I've always so kind of like showed my roommates a couple of these episodes and they're kind of hooked on too because they've kind of watched it with me because I've kind of been re-watching it over and over again and I thoroughly enjoy it. and I can't wait to see some of these characters have like their happy endings and I see what kind of challenges they gave for birth, for helping these women in Poplar and then their healthcare system growing day by day. And it's just an interesting drama to get into because I thoroughly miss this show and I can't wait to see more because I just love this show so, so, so much. And I think, uh, you know, with COVID going on, the sitting of the season will be, you know, postponed for right now because of COVID. They want to make sure all the staff and camera crew are very, very safe. But hopefully once everything, um, you know, is calmed down, they want to make sure, like, the, the priority of their crew and staff are safe during this time. Um, they just want to make sure that, you know, everyone's safe because, you know, they don't want none of the characters to get sick. There are some older characters in this cast they're in the older age, and they want to make sure, like, you know, they're safe as well. So hopefully we'll see season 10. She got some more episodes, hopefully very soon. And we can't wait to see where this cast of characters take us next. So I can't wait to, um, you know, continue watching it. Um, they did post the Christmas special for 2020 for season 10. But right now, the filming of the season has been postponed due to COVID. But hopefully once everything calms down, they'll be back to shooting again. And I can't wait to see to bring them back to um, see the full season 10 and many more of season 10 for uh, Call the Midwife season premiere for this show. And I think also 
we'll see some returning characters. If you've been watching the show much as I have, you know some characters that will be definitely returning. And because I just love seeing them on the screen, like being rooting for them, and well, just cheering for them. They're their own little personal cheerleaders, and hoping that they all get the happy ending at the end, and seeing how like they'll continue to grow with the strong character development with each of the cast members. And I hoped, you know. That they'll be able to grow and more, many more seasons to come. Not just stop at season 10, but like season 20, 26. And, you know, I can't wait to see these characters finally adapt to their own unique characteristics and their own unique personalities. That they'll be able to grow as, you know, well, the ideal of finding where they, they belong place in the world. Whether that be in popular, either in London or somewhere else in the country. And I hope you enjoyed uh, episode four, talking about a show that I've been binge watching constantly nonstop. And I hope that you will enjoy it too as well. And I will see you soon for next episode. Until then, bye.